Hey guys, I'm Jackie. She's Kelsey. And we're movie critics. JK. And we just watched Spencer. (laughs) Yeah, so Spencer, the quick synopsis of that is the marriage between Princess Diana and Prince Charles has long since grown cold. Uh, Though rumors of affairs and a divorce abound, peace is ordained for the Christmas festivities at the Queen's estate. There's eating and drinking, shooting and hunting. Diana knows the game, but this year, things will be profoundly different. Ooh, yes. And it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was profoundly different. Okay, and everybody is talking about this, and this is part of it. This is not an exactly true story. At the very beginning, it has, it says, quote a fable from a true tragedy oh, okay i didn't know that all right yeah. oh did you not see it i didn't think about it really i was just like this movie's about princess diana you know oh, yeah and so because the thing is like when they would go have their christmases at the castle you know nobody knows what actually goes on and like what actual conversations were had but this was like an imagining of what might have been going on mm-hmm. that year um and like I kind of low-key loved it I was full on like okay I like I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm like oh my gosh such a huge Kristen Stewart fan because I love Twilight so much I mean I do love Twilight so much so I like her but like she was really good at this it was, was it was like jarring almost or I was like that's Kristen Stewart like it doesn't even it mm-hmm. seems like it's Princess Diana and like of course, the clothes and the hair and everything like helps, but her accent was like Princess Diana had a very distinct um, accent, and she it seemed to me like she nailed it. Like the the cadence of how she talked and how she kind of like mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like I just remember like hearing her talking, Princess Diana talking some of her interviews, and how it's a it's a very interesting like cadence. Like I said, and the way she kind of goes up and down in her voice like I really thought that Kristen Stewart really nailed it didn't you think yeah definitely and I think she gets a bad rap because she started out in the Twilight movies and her character in that is just so kind of cheesy yeah (laughs) yeah and so I feel like she was just known as not a great actress but I think I read somewhere that or maybe one of my friends told me that she's she practiced that accent for like six months or something. Oh yeah, I think she and did. I feel like it shows. Like I feel like she redeems herself with this movie. She does for sure, and I think that that's what you know. Everybody, that's what people forget. Everybody's seen her in Twilight, or most people have. Mm-hmm. But she has done. She has a lot of other things on under her belt. Like she, like I think that, and I, I think a lot of um, actors do this where they. They, they're in a movie franchise, a big one like Twilight, and it propels their career forward. They're more of a household name. And then I don't want to say it's easier for them to get good roles, but like they're out there and people know who they are. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then like a, an indie movie will come along that's just an interesting char- character that they want to try to do. And they'll do the movie. And then the indie people who are making the movie really want the big actor because it'll propel their movie forward and Mm -hmm. make more people watch it you know it's this whole thing so she actually I mean and if you look at her IMDb she's got a ton of stuff 
Um, it's just like the mainstream stuff that people think about, you know? Exactly. That's the only thing. And I heard Jamie Dornan say that too, about, um, 50 shades of gray, or I read an article, you know, I didn't talk personally with him unfortunately, but he, <laughs> he, he said, you know, that he's been able to do all these really great things in these great movies and, um, exciting stuff that, that he would have never been able to do if he didn't kind of become a household name from 50 shades of gray so there's a big reason for them to do those big those big you know movies like that but anyway back to spencer so it's called spencer because that is her last mm-hmm. name yeah her maiden her, name right her maiden name right diana spencer was her name and um so it's about she it starts out she's driving in this really cool car um to like meet the royal family at the at the Chris at the estate where they spend Christmas mm-hmm. and she's lost she's late she's kind of like a typical I want to say she's maybe like 25 here maybe 26 and she's just being a typical 25 year old kind of getting lost listening to the music you know just driving around in the in the countryside with isn't like the top down like it's a convertible and stuff and mm-hmm. And then um, she gets to, she gets there and it's just so suffocating. Like she was dreading it. You know that at the very beginning, she was dreading it because she's stuck in that house with all the people. And at this point, her and Charles is, and you guys, I know way too much information about Mm -hmm. the royal family. Like I'm low key obsessed with it. So if I go on too long, Kelsey, please stop me. No, that's okay. You, I'm going (laughs) to let you talk because I, you know, I don't know nearly what you know. Okay, so at this point, her and Charles have been married, I think, for like 11 years. So maybe she's maybe she's like closer to 30, um, but they never had a good marriage. And he was with Camilla the entire time. And That's of course, so crazy to me. It's so crazy. And so so they did not have a happy marriage at all. They had had their two kids. They call it an heir and a spare. You're supposed to have two just in case uh-huh. one dies. So she's had the future King of England. She's got the spare and then they're just like going through the motions and they don't even really like each other. I don't think they really even speak to each other at this point. And she's angry with him because he's had a girlfriend, a mistress the entire time. It's just so awk. And I feel like this movie did a good job of showing that. Yes, it is super awk. And that's, that's the thing like that I think they're really trying to portray is that looks could be deceiving you know she was so beautiful wore all the amazing clothes she always looked so classy she looked so happy with her boys put together and so put together and beloved around the world and everyone wanted to meet her but she was miserable she was miserable in her own personal life because she had a sham of a marriage they don't love each other her husband's having a mistress you know all this stuff and so that's what I I was reading some of the the um, reviews about the movie and like rogerebert.com says her cage is gilded but it's still a cage you know Mm -hmm. it's like the cage she's in is gorgeous and it's beautiful and everyone from the outside is like and it's like oh how could you feel bad for her blah 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 but I mean right you do you do and and that's what i really felt in this movie the anxiety and the the suffocation she was feeling she couldn't just be herself there's all these rules there's all these 
thing she has to do. She has to change clothes for every different meal and she's got to then she's got to change clothes to go outside and then she's got to and she's got to keep her drapes closed because um you know the paparazzi might be outside and she's like we're on an estate why would the paparazzi be all the way in here Mm -hmm. you know but so it was I just really felt the like the personal turmoil that she was going through in the movie and it also comes out a lot it it deals a lot with the eating disorder you know she had major eating disorder she would binge and purge because she was Charles said something stupid to the to her whenever they were like engaged like oh a little bit of a little bit extra there like on her waist and then she like and and because of Camilla it's I think it said in one article so then she she had this eating disorder she wasn't healthy she Mm -hmm you know, then hated herself because of the eating disorder and she was ashamed of it and didn't want to talk to people about it. You know, it's this whole cycle Mm -hmm. of just mental anguish, you know, so they, um, they talked about the stuff then. And then on top of that, like there's a really, it, it just shows everything about their relationship. Like they all know that she has an eating disorder and Charles just looks at her and he's like, in the movie like he says something like you know all these people made all this food and and the the cows made all the milk and every and the fish grew so they could sit on our plates and you're just gonna go throw it up like he just is so mean about it like not you know just so not supportive or not loving about it at all you know so that just makes it worse and then she's it's this whole thing yeah for so sure i just like I really felt the, the anxiety because I have anxiety. I have had anxiety attacks and I was like, she's having an anxiety attack. And I feel like I could have one right now. <laughs> cause, cause she's it's definitely uncomfortable. It's very, there are parts that are very uncomfortable. Like, and there's, there's a lot of when she's having the anxious moments, they do have several dream sequences Mm -hmm. where it's like this is kind of what she's seeing in her head but it's not actually happening um like at one point um she rips off her necklace and the pearls fall in her soup and then she just eats the soup with the pearls in it yeah and it's and she's crunching the pearls in her mouth you know yeah it was really I was like ew yeah Um, made my teeth hurt but it just goes to show you like she was just just beside herself you know and and she did get, you know, they did show her with the boys and how she, you know, did get to sit down and spend some time with them. But even they're just like, oh, we've got to go to lunch, mom, you know, or mommy, we'll see, we'll see you at lunch, right? You know, it's just like, there's all these rules and regulations of what they have to do. And I would, like, I try to picture myself in that situation. I would do the same thing. I'd lose my mind. I'd be like, you guys got to let me do my own thing for yeah. a minute. Like, You're like constantly under a microscope. Right. And that's, that's why like the Christmas was so difficult. Cause I think when, when they were all just out doing their own thing, they all have their own engagements, whatever, they're all around the city mm-hmm. or wherever they're going, traveling around. But when they're all, excuse me, they're at Christmas, they're just there together and they have to deal with that for three whole days. And that's what she's saying. Like in the car, she's saying to herself, just three days, you can make it through three days. Like that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I don't know this. Um, so part of the movie too, is there's a thing where she knows. So, so Charles gives her this pearl necklace for Christmas 
and that's the one that she breaks and it falls in her soup and she supposedly eats it in the dream sequence mm-hmm. but actually they talk about it's the exact same pearl necklace that he gave to camilla so he gave his wife and his mistress the exact same pearl necklace i mean and come so, on dude seriously like you have tons of money to go buy stuff but actually so because you know they were like of course we don't know like the the pearl necklace it wasn't this pearl actual pearl necklace but that actually did happen in real life with like a different piece of jewelry he gave them both the same one one time and i'm like yeah because he's just an idiot he's just what's like a real piece of work no he is and i think he's just super entitled and he feels he can do whatever he wants but like he's been raised as the future king of england and Mm -hmm. with that comes a lot of power and you know what i feel like it might be getting close because like princess or princess queen elizabeth they're always saying like she's been canceling a lot of stuff because she's old i think she's close to 100 she's really old yeah she is which it's crazy like that she's lived this long you know no it is crazy and so many other people like that I've learned about mostly from the crown, but you know, her sister, um, I think who was younger than her, she's already um, gone because I think she, she might've had lung cancer. In, in the crown, they talk about that where, where Queen Elizabeth really took care of herself and didn't drink and didn't smoke and stuff like that. I still need to watch the most recent episodes of the crown or seasons of the crown. I only oh. watched season one. It's really good. It's when Diana comes in is the latest season. Mm-hmm. When Diana... Um, becomes a thing and the girl that played her on the crown was really amazing too i think did she win the golden globe and the guy uh, yes i think she did so um i really liked the movie i was totally dialed in i wouldn't say it's like super exciting it's kind of a slow burn and you do kind of need to really pay attention it's not a movie that you can walk away from kelsey how yes. did you do well, I mean, I did okay, but I definitely feel like if you're really into the royal family stuff, yeah, you really like it. But otherwise, it's pretty slow. Because like, if it was slow for you, yeah, it was super slow for me. Like, it took yeah. me a little while to get through. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it was good, and I kind of expected that. But yeah, because you can kind of tell that even from the trailers, it's not, you know, because yeah. Um, but another thing I wrote down that I really liked was the Anne Boleyn stuff. Are you, do you even know who Anne Boleyn is? Okay. Yes. So, yes, you do a but, little bit, but okay. So I have also watched the Tudors, which is also a very good show. It was back in the day. It was maybe like in the early 2010s, maybe. Um, but it was about King Henry the eighth, the one with all the wives, right? So mm-hmm. his first wife, he divorces her because she can't. So like all his life, King Henry VIII, all he wanted was a boy. He needed an heir, right? Yeah. So his first wife um, couldn't get pregnant or, or like she did get pregnant and have one daughter, but then they couldn't, they couldn't. And she was like older than him. And I don't know, he was just kind of a douche. And so he wanted, then he meets Anne Boleyn and she's the sexy new thing. And so he wants to marry her. And that's, it's his whole thing, Kelsey. Like I could just go off. He <laughs> creates the Protestant church like his his first wife was big was a big time catholic so then he starts going towards this protestant more like christian more like not as rigid and everything as the catholics are so mm-hmm. he can marry anne boleyn and that's when all the reformation started in the church or i think that was a big catalyst of it but so then he marries anne boleyn 
she can't give him a boy either. She has a daughter who is Queen Elizabeth, not the current one, obviously way long ago, but um, the one, the other one that they make all the movies about. Um, and so then when he is, decides that she can't give him a son and he's not really into her anymore because, you know, it was just like a fling basically. And he has a new, a new woman that he wants to try to get with the third wife. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, he accused, they accused Anne Boleyn of all the stuff and locked her up in the tower. Uh, what is it called? Is it called the Tower of London, which still stands to this day, Kelsey? I want to go see it in London so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they locked her up in the Tower of London and she got beheaded. Like she died because of all that, like with him. Yikes. Yikes. So, and then Harry, uh, King Henry VIII went on to marry his third wife who did give him a son, but the son later died and then she later died. I mean, I could go on and on, but the movie is like, Spencer is comparing Diana to Anne Boleyn, how Diana was, you know, she's reading this book about Anne Boleyn and she's, you know, they're showing how they're lives were actually very similar they were outsiders they come into the royal family and their life is ruined and they ended up dying because of it you know so there's a lot of like cool parallels like that and um i i just really liked it i i thought it was soups interesting and i think if you semi get the royal family that you will like it if not i don't think you will you would really get it because it's kind of a slow burn unless you just want to watch you know like an acting class from from kristen stewart because it's really like it's not even her (laughs) yeah oh man and of course like i would say of course the fashion the clothes everything is so good like the house that they this castle that they're in i'm like oh my gosh it's so beautiful i want to go there but then at the same time, I'm like, poor Diana. She doesn't want to be there. <laughs> no, I know. It's rough. It's it's pretty rough. But do you have anything else to say about that? Or do you want to move on to what we've No, watched? I'm cool with moving on. You can start. What have you been watching, Jack? Okay. So you guys know how I love a good reality TV binge. You know, I did it with the, the old season. No, um, the bachelor from other countries bachelor in paradise from other countries i've mm-hmm. done um big brother because i was trying to get through a whole season well okay. now ooh, ooh, now i'm on ink master which <laughs> is so good i have i had watched like probably seasons one through like eight or nine i feel like several years ago like i was into it and i was binging it and then i think i got all caught up to where there were no new seasons and then i wasn't watching it anymore so now there's like five new seasons what oh I didn't know that for some reason I thought you were binging old ones no like there's like 12 seasons on there it's oh, on wow it's on Paramount um because do you remember I the last season I watched was the one with it was like Chris Nunez versus yeah. Oliver Peck and uh-huh. and it was like the the girls were taking over and they were trying to make sure that it was a woman who won Ink Master. That was the last one I watched. And there's like five more seasons after that now. So um, you guys, it's so good. Even if you're not into tattoos, which Kelsey and I both are, but even if you're not, the artistry and stuff is really cool. And it's just a really, it's a really good binge of a show. And it's a really good reality show, I feel like, because the artistry, of course, is interesting, like I said. And there's not a ton of fighting between the contestants. Like, they're only one-hour shows, and they, give, they, uh, they show a lot of 
how the how the tattoo artist like comes up with their design how the person sits for it if they're getting super uncomfortable there's a lot more drama besides just drama between the contestants Mm -hmm. so it's not just them screaming at each other all the time like freaking real housewives (laughs) yeah or some episodes of the bachelor but (laughs) so i've binged two whole seasons since we talked last like it's so good (laughs) it's really interesting and at the end there's always like a finale and i'm like oh my gosh this guy better win and then i'm like oh my gosh what if he doesn't win (laughs) because there's so art is so subjective and then tattoo art is also i mean it's everybody likes different things so Mm -hmm. you never kind of know who they're going to pick even if someone is just been done great the entire time somebody else might be super innovative and coming up with all these new crazy things and then that's the person that wins but for sure um I also started Big Mouth have you ever read that on Netflix yeah it's that it's that cartoon right right it's a cartoon and I don't I feel like I heard maybe somebody on a podcast talk about it and I was like just looking for something kind of new to watch and they're only 20 minute episodes so I started one and like it's lol funny it is (laughs) I've never given it a try but I I mean I've never really been into cartoons although Bob's Burgers changed me on that yeah and I'm like that too sometimes I have a hard time with cartoons but this to me and I you know I used to watch South Park back in the day you know it I can't believe it's still on I've never really gotten into the Simpsons I've watched a little bit of Family Guy but not like every season Mm. you know it's kind of like that where it's it's very adult humor um but it's a commercial it's not a commercial it's a cartoon which kind of makes it a weird paradox but Mm -hmm. so it's about um like kids in middle school so it's like some of them are going through puberty some of them are not and like so they like in the very first episode like they're these two best friends and one of them accidentally walks in on his friend (laughs) changing or something and he's like oh my god his looks different than mine <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like what why do you have hair <laughs> and the friend's like what why are you, what's wrong why do you not <laughs> exactly and so it's that it's it's like the perfect time for just awkwardness because you remember it's like sixth seventh grade when everybody's kind of going through it kind of not mm-hmm. and some people are still really like kids and some people are like adults you know <laughs> It is so weird. And you don't know what's going on with your body. And and so they have these like hormone monsters that follow them around where they're always just like, you want to go touch yourself, don't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just like, your hormones are always like in your head going, you do, you do, don't you? You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, it's really clever. And it's from, um, I think it's Nick Kroll and um, is it John Mulaney? it's another comedian well-known comedian that like stars in it but I I think it's one of those shows where it's just a ton of comedians do all the voices and it is I'm serious I lol'd (laughs) I'll have to give it a shot I think you should um and then of course I'm still watching Yellowstone which is really good I think we're four or five episodes in how yeah so it's good this it's good. good this is the first time I've had to watch it and not been able to binge it so I'm kind of letting a couple episodes build up and then I watch a couple um and I'm watching it online so I have to watch commercials ew and that also makes me just be like eh, I don't feel like dealing with commercials <laughs> why are you watching it online does it not come on something the next day or whatever 
No, and this is a whole thing. Okay, I searched high and low because it's not on Peacock. It's not, it's not anywhere. It's not on Hulu. I think if you have the live version, the live TV version of Hulu, you can get it. But, and there's are these, all these articles online about it because it's really weird. And Paramount has done it really weird. Cause okay, seasons one through three are on Peacock. You can go binge that all you want. And as soon as season four, I think is done, it will also be on Peacock. But while it's airing, um, it's basically only on the channel. Like you can't, it's not on, um, like there's a Paramount app that you can download. It's not on there. It's not on like, the only way I've been able to watch it is on my laptop. I cannot get it on my Apple TV period. Well, I can't, you can buy it for $24.99 on iTunes and then the episodes just show up. But I'm like, I don't really want to buy it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It just seems like Paramount, I don't know if they're kind of old school and they don't want the youngins like us watching it on our Apple TVs with. Well, that's stupid. Know, it is stupid. And I'm like, get with the program. Like, that's not how people watch TV anymore. And there's all these articles about it, seriously, because people are like, why can't I find it? It's like the Paramount app. It's not on it. The, the, um, like on what is the. There's the Paramount Channel app, and then there's the Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. It's on neither. It's you can't find it. You cannot find even one thing about Yellowstone on either of those apps. It's like the show doesn't exist on those apps at all. So it's a whole thing. That's weird. That's weird. Yes. Um, I also watched the the 2020 about the Turpin family. Did you watch that? No. You no. Know, okay. It was like a true true crime story. I'm sure you heard it where the mom and the dad like had like 13 kids and they locked them in their house and wouldn't let them bathe and do all this stuff. There were like 30 year old kids living in there. They, they handcuffed the kids to their beds so they couldn't leave. Um, it's this horrible story that came out like, I wanna say it's maybe been like five years ago. Um, they were living in um, California and one girl finally escaped and went up to a police officer or she called 911 because they didn't they had these phones that like their parents didn't know they had whatever she jumps out of a window because she was like half of my siblings are about to die because they had no medicine no you know they weren't clean the house was filthy and so she walks up to a or like she calls 911 and they send a police officer over and she's talking and the way they talk is really weird because they've never been around people. And she's saying to the police officer, she's like, all my, my siblings are locked up in our house. I've never talked to another person besides my parents. So I'm very nervous. Like, and the police officer's like, what, what? What can and I watch 2020 on Hulu? On Hulu. And oh the, wow, yeah, they have the body cam footage from that. So it's literally her talking and and even so her and one of her sisters sit down with Diane Sawyer and like do the whole dig into things and what's going on um and it's very interesting um the parents both got convicted and I think uh both got life sentences like maybe 13 of them because the the kids are in bad shape and some of them like I said were 30 and they'd never 
they'd never left the How house to get away with that for so long that's uh, uh, yeah that's it's it's amazing and clearly when you watch it like the mom had some serious mental issues and then i think the dad was just controlling you know yeah. so it was just a bad environment of course but it's really sad um but then uh, the only other thing i was going to say is i watched legends of the fall which is one of my favorites because we had, well, I watched Legends of the Fall when I'm sad and I had a sad day because we had to put one of our family dogs down the other day. Yeah. And like, it was really sad. He was only eight and it was really sudden. So I was sad. So when I'm sad, I watch Legends of the Fall. I've never it's seen such that. a beautiful movie, but it is so sad. So, so sad. But like when you're sad, I don't know. It makes me feel a little better. I don't know. But I also did one of my, you know, famous TikToks where I do all my my favorite clips on there and say like, oh, it starts out so happy and oh, and then everybody starts dying. <laughs> um, and I was looking at do you it. Think I would like it. Uh, no, you definitely wouldn't. <laughs> it's all right. It's good like, to know. I'll mark that one off my list. It's like um, Pride and Prejudice that I was obsessed with. For oh, yeah. Minute. You like, like those time pieces or whatever. Yeah, Period I pieces. do. And it's it's majorly one of those. It's Brad Pitt in his prime. And I've never been like a huge Brad Pitt girl. I mean, he's definitely good looking. But in this movie, that boy, fine. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, anyways, y'all can go see my TikTok. Um, and I will say, excuse me, it has 382 views. Wow, shameless plug. <laughs> I know. I was like, 382? Who's watching this? <laughs> did you probably think when you get ads? like um, some deals with ads and stuff? I know, right? Did you did you think I was gonna say 382,000? <laughs> You're like, it has 382. I mean, 30. It was 38. Just it was 38. <laughs> But I was like, hey, I'll take 382. And it got a couple likes. And on the, all the other ones that I post, because I've done like True Lies and Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann one, and people are like, oh my gosh, I love this movie. I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, cool, Jack. I need to go look. Yeah, you do. And that's what I put on my Twitter, on my um, my TikTok bio. It says, I like to do clips of old movies. They already live rent-free in my head anyway. So, <laughs> But okay, what have you been watching? Well, I mean, it's Christmas season. So naturally I've already seen Elf about four times um, and The Grinch. And then I watched Christmas Vacation recently. So of course, all of those. Have you um, watched any of those yet? No, I was going to say, I haven't watched any and you are hitting hard. <laughs> and I watched Home Alone too. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not going to lie. They're just like on in the background while I'm doing things, but yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely like, I have a list and if I don't, watch all the movies on the list I feel like the Christmas season was not complete so oh, okay. I will watch them all for sure oh and Jingle All the Way I had on the other day see but again <laughs> in the background um yeah let's see I watched or I started Succession season two uh-huh is it season two or season three wait it's season it might be season three I thought season four was the one that just came out well, shoot. The most recent season, I just started it. I had caught okay. it. And the most recent season, I believe, is season four, but don't quote me on that. Are you sure? Now I want to fact check. <laughs> Success Succession is hard to say. It is, because I watched season one, and I've started season two, and I feel okay. like I was like, I have two more seasons to get caught up. Season three is the current one. Oh, 
Okay, thank you. Kelsey, I'm not usually wrong and I'm not really happy about it, but I'll allow it. Yeah, just don't <laughs> let it happen again. It's not okay. like um, <laughs> Yeah, and season three is pretty good so far. I mean, at the end, yeah. well, I'm not going to say spoilers, but because um, yeah. some people are probably watching it. Well, but, and is it like, I mean, it seemed like in the first season, a lot of it, a lot of the first like five episodes is a lot of buildup and then a lot happens in the very in the second yeah. half it's been kind, kind of, of like right? that so far I mean it picks up right where it left off at the end of season two yeah um with like lots of changes happening at the business and determining which kid is gonna get you know oh, yeah take always, over but then something else happens yeah. yeah anyway it's it's still really good though okay um, and then I watched a movie called tick tick boom it's with Andrew Garfield have you seen that oh I heard about it a Lin-Manuel Miranda one I think Um, yeah and it's about like Jonathan Larson like like this playwright yeah and it's really good and it's bad yeah it's Andrew Garfield does really good in it too well it his best friend has HIV yeah and so like that and him living in New York City but like the songs are really good and stuff too Oh, good. So I like it better than In the Heights. Oh, yeah. In the Heights was kind of a disappointment. But I did see a preview for it, and everybody was like, BuzzFeed has been talking about it, like how great it is, and um, Lynn Manuel and everybody's involved in it. And Rent was such a huge, a huge thing. Again, that was another one where the movie wasn't so great, but it was huge for its time. Have you ever seen Rent? I've seen, yes, I've no. seen Rent a few times. Yeah. Did you sure. see the movie or like you saw the show? Oh, no, I haven't seen the show. Okay. I've only seen the movie. The movie and the movie was okay. And the songs are so good. I mean, that, that, um, Seasons of Love. Seasons of Love. I mean, that song is so good. So, um, that's cool. I figured that you would watch it because that movie's kind of up your alley. Yeah. And it was good. And then I watched this cheesy movie called Love Hard. That's like this new Christmassy movie on Netflix. Uh-huh. Does it have Melissa Joan Hart or yeah, it has the girl from it has the girl from Vampire Diaries? Um oh Nina yeah. Dobrev. Yes, her. <laughs> yeah, and she's like a writer and she goes to like surprise this guy who she's been talking to for a while from like a dating app or whatever. And he catfishes her and he ends up being like this like nerdy guy um but she, she stays and spends christmas with his family or whatever Aww. i'm sure you can assume where that one's going but right was it cute though it was cute yeah i know those hallmark movies are so popular oh and and i did see i don't know if i saw a preview of the first gay one remember how we talked about it last year that they were going to do the first gay couple and it was two guys it's like oh <laughs> I might just have to watch that one. I'm yeah, sure, for sure. It's easy as all the others. I'm sure. And I honestly don't watch any of them, so I probably won't. But if I did, I would watch that one. <laughs> yeah. And then I we rewatched Crazy Rich Asians last Ooh. night. Oh, good which one. It's a good one. And then um, I, like a couple of weeks ago, I forgot to tell you this in our last podcast, I binged the Fifty Shades movies. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> just because or what? It's been a while, Yeah. <laughs> And then after watching the first one, I was like, well, shoot, I want to keep going. Got to watch the second one. Yeah. No. And I mean, they're cheesy. It's like Twilight. They're cheesy too, but it's a love story. Story. Yeah. <laughs> story. Yeah. Hi, Reese. <laughs> so she just came right in the center of the camera. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That's basically all I've been watching, actually. Yeah. 
mostly christmas movies right now <laughs> yeah yeah, well, um, okay, so shall we talk about Batch Nash? Let's talk Batch Nash. Do you want to start with like things that have happened recently or the show? Um, let's start with things that have happened lately because Michelle's season, like, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but like you said in our text last night, it's kind of getting a little boring. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bored. It's it's getting towards the end and kind of not any of the guys are like villains or anything so it's just kind of who she's gonna pick and I'm like, like all right let's get to it now yeah let's this i'm like oh man we have to go to fantasy suites then we got to do the mental law then we got the finale we've got like three more weeks left i'm not super interested in this mental law either you know sometimes i'm like oh yeah i want to like see the uh, yeah see the dirt. but you know when they were showing the previews for it they showed um some of the guys that i forgot about like a, a an annoying guy left every episode so i'll be kind of interested to see like what that guy who got the first uh wrote the first date oh the, yeah the first one yeah, on one day that, that like, okay. those douchey guys like what they have to say for themselves sometimes they don't show up you know but and the guy who threw the jacket in the pool and remember all that yeah drama? i kind of forgot that that was this season already yeah so like i'm always kind of excited to see that but okay besides michelle's season first of all zach and tasha broke up yeah that was the first thing i had written down because i knew you'd want to talk about that i was really sad but i mean but after i don't know what happened at the at the new york marathon they just ran it together so it must have gone down around there because you texted you saw somewhere that someone had said that they were running by them and that he was being like a total douche to her like she was yeah. like slow down and he wasn't saying in like a cute like come on you can do it like it was like mean ew and I don't like that and who knows if that's actually true but that's right. not a good look um but then they didn't they didn't put out a statement or anything like the their publicist or a publicist for the show or something was like they are no longer together like that's Mm -hmm. all that's really been said which I kind of love because I'm like it's not really anybody's business just say you're not together anymore and that kind of makes me think that maybe it was a bad breakup it could have been or maybe Mm -hmm. but I feel like too if it was a bad breakup then one of them would be out you know saying stuff but zach is i don't he's not big on social media and taisha is too much of a lady to talk yeah, bad about it. somebody like that so i don't know that we'll ever hear anything you know i bet we will eventually but and i don't know evich and then so i was sad about that but then i was like that stuff at the new york marathon and she had that health scare i don't know if you saw that she had to go to the hospital she was i she never really that. said exactly it wasn't because of the marathon but it was right after and I don't know that she really said what it was but she mm-hmm. had to go to the er get like fluids or stuff i don't know but then so we know that blake and katie broke up but now katie is with a guy that was on her season which kelsey i don't get this well and do you remember i don't know if you remember but i think i told you that like she had been hanging out with him at the towards the end of her season like when it was i feel like it was maybe even still airing but they were posting videos together all the time and stuff and i guess uh, I think you did tell me that. This, but I think they both like lived in San Diego or something. They were together like all the time. And I was like, that's weird. That's the guy that she sent home like night three or whatever. Yeah, he didn't make it very far at all. Is his name John? John Hersey. Yeah. And um, 
and then so I was like okay they're hanging out they must have like become friends after the show or whatever right not weird and then it would show them hanging out with Blake and I mean according to them too they're like nothing romantic ever happened like I respected her relationship with Blake um but then like as things started to end like I guess they started exploring things or I don't know and it's just weird but I was like I thought it was weird when they were hanging out like that like if I were Blake yeah. I'd be like uh back off dude well but I was like at that point when the show is still airing she can't put out videos with Blake she can only right. put out videos with guys who have been sent home so that's probably but that really silly that, knowing that now the way that yeah, things happen you know that is strange and I think that I think a lot of people do come out of the show where they're like look obviously there's nothing romantic but we are friends and we went through this crazy thing together um Mm -hmm. so there's more of a bond there but because I always wonder it's like you know when when Hannah and Jed broke up like why Mm -hmm. her and her and Tyler didn't just get right back together of course that whole thing with Gigi Hadid and all that stuff and by the way you guys I bought Hannah's book and I will be reading every single page of it I haven't started it yet but I will you read still it. haven't started it I'm ready no. to things but I will give you guys all the hot goss anything that that, <laughs> I, that I read that that hasn't already been talked about in the news because yeah. it's all over the pop culture news and did you see that quote from Tyler C where he was talking to the those Bella wrestler girls on their podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever and they were like talking about how Hannah said that she was a little sad whenever he started dating Gigi because they had kind of left it open but she was at the same time like if I could date Gigi Hitty too I totally would so I get it you know (laughs) and 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 they were saying something about receipts and he was like hey I've got receipts too but he said I think you'll see um from her book and from my book like it's all love there like I love that girl like she's great there's no you know hate behind us and he's like look she's got to sell books sell those books girl like he was saying like she, she you know they're talking about that to get people to buy the book and he was yeah, like for Go sure. for it. yeah I'm telling you Tyler C is just a gem of a human I just really nothing has ever come out bad about him has it and which is so weird because he's so hot it's ridiculous <laughs> like you know what I mean a lot of guys that are that hot have this huge ego and he might be all I'm sure he's got some you know personal flaws like we all do but he's really handled the fame we all do the way all do the fame and social media and and everything he's handled all of that so well I'm like his parents just must have been done a really good job I don't know I also kind of want to read his book I forgot that he put one out it's it's called like you deserve better or something and I'm yes, like you're, you're right. right Tyler C I do deserve better <laughs> you're right Remember that meme where it's like Tyler C deserves a girl like me and it's this <laughs> fat dog laying on yes. his side with, with a beer can sitting next to it. <laughs> that was one of the best. Honestly. One of the best. Tyler C deserves a girl like me. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, but so I think that I probably will buy Tyler Cameron's book just because one, I like him and I like to support because I also love Hannah. I would say she's my favorite bachelorette ever like Mm -hmm. I'm like she's my favorite I love the way she handled it um Jojo's my favorite 
Jojo, I know is your favorite. I know you also like Becca and I like all of them in different ways, but my favorite is Hannah B. Um, Hannah B. B. And well, because I was like Hannah and then I was like, you got to say Hannah B. But anyway, I'm like the, some stuff has come out for Clayton season. Have you seen any um, spoilers or anything? I haven't seen any spoilers, but I have been enjoying the Bachelor Clues um, silly pictures that they yeah. posted him. Like, it is just so funny. Yeah, I see. Come I up with it. Don't follow that. Listeners, follow it. What is it called? A fan. Uh, I think it's the Bachelor Clues one. It, it might be Game of Roses. Let me look really quick. Oh, I know. Because so, she sends me some, you guys. Because I don't look at Instagram every day. I'm not really that oh, wait, cool. Let's see. So I'm I don't look at Instagram thing. every day. But she sends me some sometimes. She's like, I know you'll think this is funny. And like, I, LOL. <laughs> yes. It, it's Bachelor Clues. Go to that right after this, Jackie. Look at their last six posts. I mean, okay. they remade the picture of Clayton with all the dogs. Have you seen that one? No, not the one with the dogs. I did see the one where he where he was doing the the uh not gladiator, but like the where they were doing that date and oh, and they're also the, the one that. Yes, they're the ones that did that picture of Tyler C in that underwear that I sent to you. I was like, Jackie's gonna like this. I screenshotted that and sent it to you. And then like a few minutes later, it got taken down off their Instagram. Like they posted a, like a screenshot that like someone reported it. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bachelor clues. Okay, do I follow them? I I do follow them. Oh, okay. They're posting them with all these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man's best friend and all these all these french bulldogs are all over him and he's like super photoshopped yeah <laughs> these dogs are the only things he's grooming oh no yeah the viking one where he's doing that scream i saw them do uh where they were putting him they were doing like the bernie sanders meme where he was sitting cross-legged in the snow all bundled up and they were putting his little screaming face on him <laughs> And the first one they posted of it says, we're trying our hardest to make him likable. And that's that picture of him with all the dogs. Oh, you feel like, I mean, they were trying a little hard at the end to like give us more storyline on him, but yeah. it was very rushed. Like the whole season, I feel like we didn't get to know him very well I, at all. I was expecting to get to know him a lot better because you're right. It was very rushed and they were pushing it hard. And that's what I was watching the show live last night. So I was looking at Twitter, just seeing what people were saying. And everyone's like, how is not one of the final four guys? They're all great. How are they not the bachelor? And it, you know what I think it is? And I don't know. I mean, I really think that if they had a black or mixed bachelorette in Michelle, and if they had another mixed or black bachelor that they would, that they thought that people would go, oh, well, they're just, it's always going to be black people or something you know I was like no I don't think that would have happened at all I, I don't think it would have either but I think that that was them being paranoid about it I think they're just like we want to get someone that was just like Sean Lowe who had the yeah. highest ratings and yeah. they want to get back to that yeah I know and I think I mean because Clayton is really likable but he is Whitey McWhiterson and I can say that because I am also Whitey McWhiterson um but the he definitely the, is you know it's like stereotypical right mm -hmm. but like obviously with the with more and more inclusive cast especially this season like obviously it's still super popular I mean people yeah. are still watching it 
And the thing and is, I think all four of her top four guys, spoiler alert, like Rodney went home. I feel like I'm okay with that. Like, but the yeah. top three, any one of them three could have been the next bachelor easily. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're all attractive enough. They're all likable enough. And I, okay. Like it was obviously Rodney was going home. Right. Yeah. I was like, it was like no connection home. there. No. And they on her, on her friends side. or whatever. They just seemed like they were more of friends. Um, but like, did we talk about it last week when I totally thought that she was going to say Rick, that guy, the white guy that was the salad plate on the first episode. I couldn't believe that. And then he wasn't even that upset. I was expecting him to just like cry. And he seemed real sensitive. Soup's emotion the whole season. Like, and it was even a little too much where I was like, bro, you need to calm down. Like you just like, not everything is hashtag deep. (laughs) And there are people though, that are like that where they, I can't picture him having a funny sense of humor. Right. He did come in on the salad bowl thing, but that was probably not his idea. Probably not. And they're like reading those letters that came out of that mailbox. And it's like, oh, my dad recently passed. And she was like, oh, that's sad. And he's like, my dad recently passed too. Like, <laughs> he's like Penelope. Have you seen that SNL skit with Kristen, Kristen Wiig? How she yes. has to one up everyone. Yeah. Like, oh, my dad actually passed away too. And actually, I'm really sad about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. So poor Rodney. I felt really bad for Rodney because I was like, oh. His family seems nice, and yeah, all his of mom the, is super sweet. Yeah, and all of the um, all of the family stuff went well. I actually really like it when they don't go to the family's actual houses; that they just bring a few people um, to wherever they're filming because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I really like that. But it was. Do you think that they were pushing that stuff with uh, Nate? How like his? All of a sudden, it was like Nate's not ready. That I was like, that hasn't been brought up at all. Yeah, no, I think that they're just trying to create a narrative there that's not really that's, and, and that's typical. They're always trying to create a narrative. But I... Trying to throw us off. Exactly. Trying to throw us off. And we know who, like, we know who the supposed winner is. But I don't know who goes home next, though. No, um, I don't either. Like I was saying, I have no idea who makes the title four. The, the title four? Did you hear yeah. <laughs> who makes the title four? I don't know who I didn't know who makes the final four. I don't even know who comes in second place. So it is interesting to see how mm-hmm. that plays out. But um yeah, I'm I don't know. I the one I really like is I always want to say Brendan, but it's, it's Brendan, Brendan, right? Yeah, it's Brendan. Is is Brendan one that was on Tasha's season or something? Yes, Brendan was the, also he I mean he was the one that was on Tasha's season season season. <laughs> and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise as super douchey with piper remember oh right 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 okay yeah where and david spade was like brendan us 10s gotta stick together yes Yes, that's so great yeah you guys can see we obviously talk good we should do a podcast (laughs) yeah words are hard we can't even say word words are hard exactly and you know what they're just words they don't control us you guys that's my favorite quote from yeah but um oh because he says yeah we were we were gonna chat shit yeah what they're just words they don't control us <laughs> yeah it's such a good one because it's funny and so like now every time I say a chit chat which that doesn't come up very often but I always say a chat chit, <laughs> which is so silly but you know I like that kind of humor so anyway I'm I'm super into it still of course I'm always gonna watch I think that do you think that 
Michelle and whoever she ends up with like has potential to really stay together or because I'm kind of like I'm that way too (laughs) I just I don't and I was yeah I I just don't know it's not one of those like where with Zach and Tasha where I was like oh my gosh they are so in love and I really want them to be together and I really felt like that with Blake and Katie too like Mm -hmm. when they were doing the after the final rose and he was the people were holding up the the boom boxes like and say anything and he's uh-huh. you know they're dancing and all that stuff and she was crying I was like they're in love you guys but then and Clarendale like, just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and because I always feel like it is they are real feelings of course at the time because look nobody can fake that stuff like Katie can't fake up there bawling her eyes out because he did something so sweet right but um that happens in real life too, where something's new and something's fun and you really think you're in love. And then it's like, Oh, something. Oh, this is you. This is not (laughs) great. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's a lot, but so do, so should we do a teaser for what our plan is for Tuesday? Yes. We're seeing house of Gucci next. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. But we also because like you don't know what you meant by teaser. Were we going to tease more than that? And then I just came out and said it. <laughs> I love that face. You guys should have seen her face because she was like, "Um, we're going to see House of Gucci." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also said I've gotten some comments from people that they really miss our live videos after the movies. Mm-hmm. So we plan on doing a short live video like we used to do, five minutes or less right after the movie and then we will do a deep dive on the podcast yeah um, because yeah the the videos keep coming of my facebook memories and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah me too it's fun to see those it is fun and sometimes it's it's so funny because seeing it like doing the recording right after the movie like you're full on into it it's like i can't believe i just watched what i just watched you know we're like when we're watching them at home by ourselves, i had to look up some stuff on Spencer because I was like I watched it like six days ago I don't remember <laughs> yeah well nowadays there's so much content it's like honestly hard for me to remember things and then I'm yeah. like oh yeah I saw that movie two years ago and I yeah. can't remember what the movie was about at all I'm like no exactly and that's part of getting older too I'm like wait have I already watched this like based on the little synopsis have I already watched this episode of Yellowstone or is this the next one I need to watch I don't I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. And it's well, I am thing. excited for House of Gucci though. I am too. And it, I think, um, I mean, it's, it's gotten pretty good reviews and, and I just love Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. And I did listen to a podcast about the actual murder story and it's y'all, it's crazy. So, and the only thing I'm not crazy about is it's two and a half hours long. But we're going to be at the movie theaters so we can get some snackies. We should go to one of those where we can, you know. Yeah, maybe let's meet at that one because it's like 20 minutes from me now. Oh, cool. Okay. Are you okay with that? I I know you still got to drive like 45. Yeah. Um, But I don't know (laughs) that there's one. Like it would be the opposite where I do 20 and you do 45 if we did a different one. So Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's fine with me. But um, yeah, I'm excited and I get to see you in person. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. 
Tell your dog we said hi. You interrupted me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your dogs we said hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 